We are a group of friends bound by our appreciation for liberty and good podcasting. Free-minded thinkers from all walks of life, our values come together with one accord to discuss the common culture and news of the day, along with whatever random crap is going on in our lives. Welcome to the Union of the Unknowns. My name is Keel Thor. I'll be your host tonight. For the Union of the Unknowns, with me are a couple of unknowns. One of them you haven't seen in quite a while. He's got the biggest perm out of anybody I've ever met in Washington State. Big perm. What's up, everybody? And she's connecting the ATL like nobody else. Jackie, the Atlanta connector. What's up? <laughs> so tonight, we're going to talk about John Wick number four, the big finale. And everybody's seen it, so, you know. And if you haven't, this is a spoiler alert. So Spoilers shut abound. it off now and come back after you've watched it. Yes. Yeah, you're definitely going to be spoiling everything for me because I haven't seen the first three or four. You have you haven't seen any of them. None of them, but I've yeah. heard Rogan talk about them ad nauseum, so I'm pretty sure I'm familiar with the series. <laughs> yeah, I, you know when I first saw the first one, I had heard you know everybody. You know, going crazy over it, but I didn't think much of it. I enjoyed it uh, f- up to a point. I, I like Keanu Reeves, uh, but he, there gets to a point in that movie where he enters this hotel called the Continental, and it's just like a big. It's full of assassins, and it just gets kind of silly the way that um, the structure of the underground assassin world operates. And I, I, I couldn't get into it. I just, I lost me, and I, I didn't like it. But since then. I have been able to wrap my head around the absurd nature of how the, the John Wick world operates. And now I'm a, I, I like them quite a bit. It's uh, they're really fun. And that's how you have to look at it when you're going into it. They are, it's not a serious gangster, whatever movie. It's just, it's gung fu, gun fu and. Kung fu even. We, yeah. Well, there's all sorts of martial arts and fighting and stuff in it so go into it with that mindset and you'll probably enjoy yourself there's not a whole lot of dialogue and the plots are pretty simple so it's just kind of you're just there for the ride i think i mean i'm no keanu reeves hater point break and the matrix are two of my favorite movies of all time so and it's if you are fans of those movies you'll notice in john the john wick series little nods to Keanu Reeves's past movies in there too, which is kind of cool. I thought. Uh, but do do we want to do we want to brief people on what leads up to Wiki John Wick Four or just um, go into it? If you want to, I was going to say because you mentioned the Continental that the Continental is modeled after Switzerland's perceived neutrality. Yeah. 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 So the Continental is established. It's a hotel established. Well, the presence of the Continental is established in the first John Wick movie. It's called the Continental. If you're staying at the Continental, you are probably a international super assassin because that's the only people that live that stay there, and it's neutral ground. So even if you are feuding with another assassin who's also staying there, you're not allowed mm-hmm. to to kill 
within the continent. No business is handled in the continental, meaning no killing allowed. Yeah. But it's it's a really fancy kind of old style hotel. And the, the guy that manages the hotel is friends with John Wick. You kind of figure out over the course of the movies that John Wick is just world renowned, famous. And people really love him and they want yeah, to help him. him. And but they, he's definitely either loved or hated for sure. Yeah. But he he's working, he used to be an assassin working in this overarching network of assassins. Like he was like the best assassin and whatever. But he got out of the out of the business. So he could settle down with this woman he fell in love with. And then she died. First movie, she died. And uh, part of her last wishes was she sent this puppy to John Wick in the mail. And like there was a note attached. Hey, I know you're going to be lonely. So this dog is here to help with that. And so he loves this little puppy and he keeps it around. And then some ga some Russian gangsters get involved and they end up beating him up and killing the puppy and that just sets him off and he gets he just goes into full assassin mode and comes out of retirement and then he gets embroiled in the whole uh, assassin network and all the stuff we find out there's there's very a very very structured hierarchy of uh, assassins and managers of these hotels continental hotels are established all in these major cities around the world and you know there are like hierarchies of uh i don't know what you call it I, but the the whole like the main it's under the high table yes the high table is what they refer to as the kind which of, i think it really exists and jackie thinks it. yeah jackie thinks it's a real thing but i tend to disagree it's just movie magic it's it, it's you know it's based on the the whole kind of illuminati style world government sort of thing but it certainly sort of only affects the assassins they aren't i mean they probably control all sorts of stuff going on in the world in the john wick world so jackie's but, probably right because you think we went to the moon I, well I, I i think i don't think it's ridiculous that we did and, and all of the 9-11 wasn't an inside job. <laughs> no, no, listen, I, I don't think those things. I just haven't been convinced that they didn't happen. So <laughs> he's agnostic about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> I respect agnosticism. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's important to stay open-minded and apply critical thinking everywhere. But as far as the high table is concerned, I mean, it, this is a movie, so the high table, while it's, you know, the idea for it and the way it's presented is, you know, probably modeled after some sort of banking cabal or, you know. I, I have it right here, actually. Yeah. So my best friend sent me, because I asked him if he thought the high table was real, and he said, uh, inspired by the real world Italian-American mafia commission, the high table is the body that governs organized crime across the entire world. It's composed primarily of 12 individual gangs, each of whom supplies a leader to sit at the table. Only seven of the 12 factions have been revealed in the films. And that was what he thinks. And that looks like maybe he asked ChatGPT that. Yeah. Um, which maybe I should ask him that. So, uh, Well, I, the, the screenshot you sent looks like what you get when you 
do a Google search nowadays, it gives you the little AI response right at the top. And that's what it looked like he just copied and pasted to you. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't necessarily think it was chat GPT specifically, but, you know, search engines are moving in that direction. Yeah. That's what that was, was just the AI response. Oh, no, just the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. And then let's see here. I found an article when I also just tried to look it up online and it said um, this article looper.com. It says the high table was modeled after feudalism up until the 17th century in Europe, the political, social, and cultural system of feudalism marked how most people lived and organized in a given area. A fife was a plot of land that was entrusted to a subject by the owner exchange for the subject's loyalty who tended the property in exchange for protection by the much wealthier and powerful owner. These feudal systems were rife with corruption and exploitation and were summarily dismantled beginning in the mid 1600s in exchange for more representative based governed systems, governing systems. Right. Yeah. Feudalism is the system that exists underneath a monarchy. Basically mm-hmm. you have Lords and royalty that <sighs> command their own lands and the people that live under it's, it's structured like that. So, yeah, I, I read that article you, you uh, posted, and uh, I I mean, there was uh, interesting uh, analysis of it. Yeah, um, I thought but, so. Uh, yeah, it wasn't anything um, earth, earth, earth-breaking, earth-shaking. No, but I earth thought it was a pretty good article for yeah. uh, talking about that, so it kind of broke certain sections of it down, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. so... So it's like kind of like the high table is like a medieval system um, mm-hmm. and way that it functions yeah. and stuff like that. So it was, it, it, I liked it was uh, it's cool the way they they had it structured. And so he had to, it, you know, he he got his revenge for the dog, for the puppy. But then he gets dragged in through other means back into the to the business and from you know from that point on he's just trying to get out like the whole the whole series he's just trying to get out of being a, an assassin and go back to his yeah. life and he just keeps getting dragged back in for one reason or another but uh it's it's neat how he has to interact with all these different levels of structured power and we see new elements of it come in in each movie and he has to you know, figure out ways to get around the rules that are involved mm-hmm. and and all this stuff. And in the in John Wick Four, uh, he there's there's like a new bad guy, new big bad guy, who's con- pulling strings and controlling whatever and trying to kill John Wick. Everybody, you know, they issue bounties on his head for millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. And there's assassins everywhere. It's rid- I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's ridiculous. It's a whole whole concept is absurd. But how do you know? One of the things I like is like the homeless assassins. So I wonder yeah, if yeah. they were able to turn a lot of these homeless people in LA <laughs> into assassins, and it might actually do something for themselves. So yeah. they've already but killed you, their spirits with all the have these. You have these big awesome scenes where John Wick is trying to just make his way through the subway station. And like there, everybody, every every corner he turns, there's an assassin, you know, just standing there waiting for him, and they're shooting at him, and he's doing his jujitsu throw, judo throws, and all this stuff, and disarming, and he, the 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 um, 
the fight choreography is amazing. It's some of the best. And he goes through, he kills these guys, shooting them in the head. There's blood spraying everywhere. And then he keeps moving on. There's more and more. No, no cops show up no in this jail. Perm, no. come here. <laughs> Don't you think that there could be a lot of assassins? Like if you're walking through and you're if you're if you're if you're walking through like a subway station, don't you think it's realistic that we there's probably a lot of assassins that we don't know about, but they don't know they don't want to kill us. So how do we know that they don't exist? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty out there, but I, I don't know that it's as crazy as you're sounding where we're just walking through a bunch of assassins in the subway every day. Yeah. But obviously they're out there. Yeah. They exist, but you know, if you were, if, if there's a guy walking through and he's taken out, you know, assassin after assassin after assassin, and there's blood everywhere and people getting killed, shot up, and people are screaming and running, like the normies in the in the subway are running away screaming. I would have to imagine that there's not as many as we think because I would feel like it would take a certain type of training yeah. to, to yeah. be a Real assassin. All of these guys are super highly trained too. That's the other thing. Yeah, they're like ex-military or ex-CIA guys who have. Gross Point Blank was one of my favorite fucking yeah. movies. Oh, I didn't see that. I remember that movie. I didn't. I didn't see it. But but the part of the absurdity about it is that nobody calls the police, or maybe they call the police, and they, oh yeah, oh yeah, we'll we'll send a guy down there. Wait a minute, John Wick shooting people? Okay, yeah, we'll send a guy. We'll be right yeah, there. You know, but nowadays the police don't do anything anyway. Yeah, like literally, they're there to find poor people, and that's about as much help as they are. Exactly. Yeah, he uh, in the first movie. There's a scene uh, where guys come into John Wick's house to to murder him because mm -hmm. he's causing trouble. And he takes them all out, and there's bodies everywhere. And a, a policeman comes to his door, knocks on the door, and he opens the door, and and he's like, "John, is everything okay?" And he like looks behind him, and there's dead bodies in the foyer, and uh, and and John Wick's like, "Yeah, everything's fine." And and the they know each other by first name, so he's like, "Are you back in the business, John?" And he's like. Uh, maybe or something like that. I don't know what he said, but then he then the cop leaves. So it's like establishes that the police are kind of in on it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but well, still. they are in on shit. Why do you think some stuff hasn't gotten away, even in real life, with like in New York with Epstein or West Palm? Oh yeah, you know, but that's not like that for sure. That's not three hundred people getting chopped up and shot the hell up in the middle of the open street. Did you say less Paul? Les Paul. Who said Les Paul? Huh? Jackie said Ep in New York or Epstein or Les Paul. In West Palm. West, oh, Palm, West Beach. Palm Beach. West Palm Beach. Oh, what's going on in West Palm Beach? Nothing. That's where he got indicted and then sat in um, and he was able to leave prison every day and all that stuff. That was that. Uh, <laughs> what does Les Paul have to do with it? <laughs> he's I don't out there with know what Les Paul is, but he's, he's playing the guitar. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Didn't he uh, invent the electric guitar? I would imagine so. I know. I think the Gibson Les Paul is like the most famous guitar or electric guitar out there. I think he constructed and invented the the mo first modern electric guitar. 
if I'm that would make sense. I got to go to a President's United States of America show at the Gibson Guitar Showroom in Seattle, and there's like 25 of us sitting crisscross applesauce in front of the band, and like got to see a whole private show. It was super dope. That's pretty cool, man. Um, so anyway, in in, uh, in John Wick Four, uh, he's come all this way. He's, uh, like I said, there's this new new guy that's been commissioned, this French guy that's been commissioned by the high table to take out John Wick once and for all. And uh, so he gets to, they get to a point. I mean, it's, it's, it's John Wick, the whole movie, the fighting and whatever, gun-fu stuff the whole time. And he finally figures out how he can beat this guy legally within the structure of the high table structure the command right he's got to uh fight him in single combat like as in a duel and so but he's got before he can do that he has to be reinstated with his own family who had dismissed him in previous movie and and then he ends up the guy the guy you know opts out to be the direct duelist and taps the John Wick's buddy. Anyway, everybody dies in the end. So (laughs) that was the end of the movie, but it was like cool John Wick stuff the whole time. The crazy part is, is that I was like, at first I didn't even realize that Wick died because you saw him walking down. I had to go back after I was done watching it with my best friend. I had to go back and rewatch it again because I was like, "Wait a second, he died." Yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, it was probably two o'clock in the morning when I was getting to that point in the movie, and uh, I I wasn't entirely awake. But I he because he talks to uh, his buddy, the manager of the Continental in New York, who has uh-huh. been his pal throughout the whole series, and he said something to John Wick like. Um, I'll see you at home or something like that. Yes, when he was walking down the stairs. Yeah. And then John collapsed down the stairs. And then what I saw was at the very end of it, he, he they showed his plot next to his wife. Right. Yeah. You guys just did like the biggest spoiler ever. <laughs> I had no fucking clue that John Wick died. So apparently there's not going to be more than four. No, well, no. that was never the case. If John Four was supposed to be the end anyway. Okay. So that's not. But there is going to be another. It's probably they'll probably change the name of it, but they are going to create another franchise because they want you to go woke because now women need to become the next assassin. Oh, of course. Is that the case? Where did you hear all that? Yeah, Jane, Jane Wick. I read it in an article, oh, okay. but who knows if the article is right or not? I don't know. Now, did you uh, watch the end credit scene, Jackie? Yeah, the very end of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's a, a subplot in John Wick 4 where there's this Japanese guy who was one of the one, one of the great assassins and he was able to get out of the game. Uh, but they bring him back in because they are threatening his daughter. And so uh, the so he's wait a minute, where am I going? I don't know. Okay, so where the, are you going? in in the at the Continental in Osaka, Japan. The manager there also has a daughter, and there's a big scuffle. 
um, lots of fighting going on at that hotel. And the dad there, the, the Osaka continental manager gets killed by this, mm -hmm. by this other guy, this other Japanese assassin mm -hmm. guy. And the daughter there, the uh, Osaka continental manager's daughter seeks revenge on the guy that killed his mm -hmm. So there's at the post scene, the Japanese assassin guy, whose name I can't remember. What's I don't know his name? Oh, he's the guy that plays uh, um, Ipman. Remember that movie, Ipman? Oh, yeah. That was the one that Justin had that recommended that I watch. Yeah, when yeah, I was having dizzy spells. Who's that guy's name? I don't that, know. That actor. I can anyway, look it up really quick. He's also, he also plays a blind guy in um, Rogue One, the Star Wars movie, Rogue One. Okay. Um, which is a cool movie too. Anyway, so he's this whole time he's been not this guy, he's the blind guy, he's a Japanese assassin, has not been uh -huh. allowed to, to approach his daughter because the the high table would have killed her. Right. And, but now he now he's free at the end of the movie, he gains his freedom. And so he's going John to John Wick helped him with that. Yes, John Wick. They Luke satisfied him with that. the duel and then yep. he got his freedom. Yep. And so maybe he's, you shouldn't you know, spoil. Maybe you shouldn't spoil this part for people. I don't know. I'm just talking about the movie. What else okay. are we gonna say? I mean, there was a, a whole. I mean, throughout the whole series, it's it's just amazing fight choreography and. and cool, John Wick probably cool only had stuff. like two lines in the whole movie. <laughs> Coming from a person who listens to podcasts that break down TV shows and movies, I make sure I watch the film or television show episode before I listen to the podcast right on, so I wouldn't feel bad spoiling it on the Yeah, I mean, we, okay. we warned everybody at the beginning. At the yeah, that's this. true. Okay, yeah, all right, show. go for it. I listen to right. a Dawson's Creek podcast that breaks down every episode, so I make sure I watch the episode again before I listen to the podcast. Okay. All right, that's good. <laughs> All right, go for it, Keel. Did he freeze up on his perm? For come back. Oh, there. Right. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. All right. Uh, yeah, I can't believe you watched Dawson's Creek that that closely. <laughs> uh, but uh, so yeah, if if. So it was kind of a, a generational thing. I, I get it. I get it. Um, listen to what we're saying because we're going to Yeah. It. If you didn't so, realize there was an after part and you, you want to go back and watch it, shut off now. Yeah. So at the end credit scene, the blind Japanese assassin is going back to see his daughter finally. After all this time, he hasn't been able to. And then you see the Osaka Continental manager's daughter shows up and pulls out a knife and then it cuts off before you get to see anything. But it looks like she's about to knife the blind dude in revenge for killing her, her father. So maybe that sets the stage for what Jackie's talking about, the, a new yeah. John Wick spinoff series where... Exactly. Where the the daughters are fighting each other and so on and so forth. I'll be right back. Okay. Keep going.
So that's John Wick four for you. A lot of, a lot of great action. Um, some simple plots and it's pretty cool. I liked it after I was able to wrap my head around the ridiculous nature of what's going on. Uh, so don't go into it thinking it's a dark and serious gangster movie. I imagine if they saw the first three that they're not going to go into the fourth one with any thoughts. Right. Thoughts. <laughs> a friend of mine sent me a picture of what he was drinking that day. And I thought, holy crap, I haven't had uh, natural light in probably 25 years. So I went well, out and bought I haven't seen before, I don't think. It's like an old school. Yeah, that's fucking old school. The natty light I know is like a light blue can. Yeah, that's what I remember too. But I thought, oh, that's a cool thing. Back, and I did. <laughs> All right, so in the spirit of John, which isn't just about guns, I went and grabbed a uh, sword out of my collection uh, to display today. It's uh, <laughs> cheap, cheap stainless steel katana that I I got. I guess my uncle had it. I don't know where he hit, but he passed away. And so my family was, was they were going through his stuff. And they're like, hey, Kyle, do you want this? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. I should get your name's Kyle. What's that? So I always forget your name's Kyle. Yep. Good old Kyle. You killed Thank her you. to me. You're not much of a Kyle. You don't like put your fucking hand through drywall or found <laughs> yeah. monsters. That's it. That's me all day long. And I I did bring down also one of my guns. This is a Ruger yeah. GP100. What's that? Is that the one tune size? With two what? Tunes. Oh, tunes. Yeah, yeah, I think he did buy one of those. I think he has the same one, right? It is empty. Yeah, he's got he's got one too. Uh, I think he does. Anyway, I added this grip. It's a wooden. I might have to grab one of those. I like it. It looks clean. It's really nice. Three I might have to grab one of those before this state goes. So woke that you can't even buy a fucking gun anymore because now we are not allowed to buy AR-15s or hundreds of other fucking guns that they want to call assault weapons. I swear, uh, that is the most ridiculous concept that anybody has ever come up with. It is it is purely cosmetic. The reasons they put behind yeah. any of those things. The the twenty two. Can look like a ten twenty two can look like a fucking plinker, yeah. Or if you put like fairings on it, it can look like an assault weapon. And it's the same fucking gun with the same action. It's fucking ridiculous. Yep, one hundred percent. And there's nothing we can do now. The Supreme Court are even shutting down the people that are. Like filing cases against it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could, you know, craft some cardboard, you know, accessories and glue 100%. them inside of an of an old hunting rifle, 
and walk around with that. And that might be get me arrested, not here in Georgia, obviously, because we aren't that crazy. But, uh, you know, like in California, New yeah, York City. Well, you, you're not that crazy now. Georgia's not getting now. purpler and purpler. It, well, it's all Atlanta. But even in Atlanta, I mean, there's still. Atlanta's a, a big population, though. Yeah. I mean, there's still a healthy respect for that kind of tradition. So I, I don't know. Atlanta gets crazy from time to time, but. Well, you got to worry about is the politicians. Yeah. Yeah. Because most people in Washington are, I would say, normal, rational people. Mm-hmm. But the politicians are what fuck everything up. Sure. Yeah, that's that's true anywhere. You know. But uh, anyway, I they they don't it doesn't uh, that craziness doesn't exist much past the borders of Atlanta city proper. You know, you get out to Metro Atlanta, it's not it's not bad at all. I mean, during the I believe that. I mean, in our we have. So Washington is like pretty much four big cities and the rest is rural. Mm-hmm. And I'd say outside of Seattle, Tacoma, Spokane, and Olympia, it's rural, like red people. And I'm not a red person anymore. I used to be. I voted Republican up until 2016. And I couldn't vote for Trump, and I couldn't vote for Hillary. So mm. that's when I started going third party. But it's uh, outside of those four cities, it's regular people, not partisan, not crazy liberal. Let me take your guns and let's fucking abort babies at nine months and let me cut my tits off and call me a boy and... It's just it's, it's clown those world four cities. Yeah, and, and it's clown world in those four cities. And if you don't agree with them, you're the fucking problem. It's wild. Yeah, I yeah. There's uh Justin posted a video from um the the free what is it the uh, uh the free. The uh, that cop thing, the lawyer, the oh uh, oh the civil rights lawyer, something like that. The free... it's the uh, gee, damn. <laughs> anyway, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, and he and it's it was a video of a uh, well, I can't remember what city it was in, but they were raising a pride flag over their their city uh, like center and like the government building and in support of. Uh, Pride Month, and across the street, it was a pretty, I mean, it wasn't a huge crowd, but there was, you know, 50 maybe people over there supporting that. And then across the street, there was a handful of people protesting the raising of the flag. And in the middle of the street were two or three cops, just kind of keeping the peace. And so there's a guy with a cell phone, and he's recording, and he's on the protester side of the physical street. And these, uh, two more people show up on the protester side. One of them's got a sign and the sign said something like, uh, Jesus mm, lives, doesn't support whatever. I don't know what it said, 
it, it wasn't it wasn't a hateful sign or anything or just whatever um and he's standing there and the cop immediately goes up to that guy and you can't hear what he's saying but then the guy oh, the guy that got arrested for just holding the sign yeah, and he said god and that yeah, was it he's, he's yeah saying, i saw the video yeah the, the cop tells him you got it you can you can be here but you have to stay here and you can't you can't you know he was like let them have their day buddy yeah. let them have their day and so the guy's like oh yeah i would so you know this is i can stand right here. and so the cop, walks away. cop walks away and then the dude uh you hear him yell hey i think he says hey and then the cop turns around and then the guy you can the guy starts saying god is something something like he was going to declare something and the cop just immediately goes over there and cuffs him and puts him he's like that's enough buddy you're going in or something like that yeah and he didn't even do anything yeah he didn't do he didn't do jack shit it was ridiculous uh so the the cop complete you know overreacting cop that's no nothing new but what really bothered me what was that the, the people supporting the pride flag the pride flag raising if i were the guy organizing that group i would have i would have said whoa whoa what's going on across the street like don't arrest that guy let him stand there and speak his piece you know this is what this is about is celebrating our freedom of expression that's what we're trying to do here don't arrest that guy for for expressing himself because that contradicts what we stand for. Exactly. But but that didn't happen. Obviously, they just arrested the guy and walked off with him. And I just thought, wow, what a what a wasted opportunity for what could have been such a powerful video release that you know whatever. But that was just that's just me. <sighs> <laughs> I want I want liberty for everybody, not just the uh, whatever. I get frustrated with 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 reality. Oh, Keel. Yeah, I know. Living in living with my head in the clouds, aren't I? Sometimes, but that's all right. Maybe it makes you happy. Okay. Anyway, so what do you have to say about WikiWoo, the John Wikis? I uh, had what I had on that specific article. I really liked it. I mean, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought it was interesting in just some of the areas like where they were fighting in the mirrors and stuff like that. And it's like, how do you really kind of discover who that person is? And then I liked at the very end, which I didn't catch it either um at first but uh you know because they got one bullet at the end and then um john let the one guy shoot him mm-hmm. and then john shot the other guy yeah mm-hmm. yeah what jackie's talking about in the end during the duel they're each issued pistols and a dueling pistol only has one round in it and so they they take the pistols back and they stand back to back and they walk 30 paces and they turn around, and in this particular duel, that is when they were handed their, uh, their bullets. Yeah. You know, they gave them a bullet. But then they had to get closer, and they did yeah, it again. So, then they had to get closer one more time. Yeah, so when you fire, you know, whoever goes down first loses the duel, obviously. 
But if neither, neither party goes down, then you take 10 more steps closer and then you shoot another round and then you continue that until somebody's dead. Yeah. And so the last time they fired, John Wick didn't pull the trigger. The other guy shot John Wick through the midsection. I don't, I didn't see exactly where, maybe in the stomach or something. And, and so John Wick went down and it, for all intents and purposes, looked like he was out. And so the French guy who had chosen the blind Japanese guy to fight for him, jumped in at that point and said, I'll, I want the coup de grace. And so he takes the, the, the dueling pistol and walks up to John Wick. And before he can fire, John Wick says, I didn't, I still have a bullet left and shoots the guy dead and gain, gains his revenge, frees himself from the shackles of the high table Frees his uh, his buddy, the manager of the Continental in New York, back to he he can return to his station because he had been excommunicado, and the the blind Japanese assassin also gets to go back to his daughter. At that point, they're all free, they're all everything. Yeah. But of course, John Wick was mortally wounded at that point. Yeah. So he didn't get to. We didn't really realize it until the end. Yeah. Um, because he survived so many other killings. But they basically wanted to, they basically just killed him off. So yeah. it was only supposed to be four. I guess it's just that limited franchise. And it and takes that, him so long in between each movie to put out another one. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know if you noticed, but I think uh, Keanu's starting to do, get some uh, plastic surgery done. You think so? Yeah, he's getting that kind of wacky cheek thing going. He's getting Botox, Botox. No, he doesn't really seem like he would be like a, that I, kind of person. I wouldn't think so either, but who knows? I mean, he's a Hollywood superstar, so they all do it. Yeah, our listeners should, you know, tweeted us or hit us up on our email or leave us a voice message. Yeah, leave us a voice message and tell us if you think that uh, Keanu Reeves has had some plastic surgery. Yeah, I would, uh, I would like to know. Here, I, I put our QR code that connects to our website up on the screen here. If, if you want to scan that, you can go straight to our website with all of our contact info. Connect with you. <laughs> they could have just clicked on Jackie's OnlyFans as well. That would have worked too. <laughs> yeah, I, I took that one off. I tried to scan it from my phone. It didn't really work. So... You may have to switch uh, sides or put it down on the bottom because where it's at right now is on behind the record button. Well, they're not going to see the record button. I'm maybe not I, in the main one and I see it. Maybe I can remove it. Well, I mean, you're going to see They're not going to see. They're not in the stream. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know if I can move that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Okay. No, that's okay. Don't no, don't no. don't don't mess with it. Don't worry about it. And if we get enough attention there might be a big perm only fans coming up soon. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we like there you go. I'll do that instead. There you go. Okay. I like that. That's nice. It's a lot more features you can do with this platform over uh over the tunes. The worst part is the background is more blurry than Zoom, but other than that, everything's better. Yeah, you're talking about the uh, the virtual backgrounds. Yeah. All right. 
But I'm still fucking with OBS to try and see if I can do it from there. I just haven't figured out how to pick up my video, actually. Yeah, I think uh, I think you can connect to this using OBS as your platform. Yeah, I've been able to do that. I just haven't been able to figure out getting OBS to pick up my camera. Right. Now they did not. Probably not podcast talk. (laughs) Yeah, they did not have OBS. (laughs) Um. Uh, In John Wick. Okay. Um, so with the John Wick, so I think this, um, I think this is the, uh, they said the Wikiverse is, is heavily rooted in actual people, place, and things. Uh, this is where you, that's what you were saying was gun foo. Is that what you were saying before? Yes. Ah, okay, okay, okay. And I was like, what is he talking about? And then, yeah, uh, which obviously is a mixture of guns and kung fu. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's it's crazy. It's, uh, I, I, I can't express how awesome some of the fight sequences are in the John Wick series. No, it's pretty good. There's, yeah, I'm just, they had to be in superior shape uh, to be able to do all that. So mm-hmm. do you think he did all his own... Um, uh, tricks and stuff or most of them i think he did most of them so. uh, that's what i've heard is that he does he does his own stunts uh keanu i should have had uh my best friend come on this one he would he would have um had some good insight into it uh from john's uh own background to the stupendous fight choreography the real life inspirations behind the john wick universe so the rusca roma are real people while no. john did you know that yeah, those are the gypsies. Yeah. Um, that, and I know that's supposed to have a that's supposed to be a, a a bad word these days, gypsy. But I don't, I don't know. I've never seen a Roma person be offended by it. So they're called Roma. That's what we said. <laughs> so, well, John Wick star Keanu Reeves is multiracial Asian man, and his in movie adopted mother. The director, Angelica Houston, is ethnically white in real life. And John Wick, we find out they're both members of the Ruska Roma in Russia that numbers roughly 209,000 people. This is crazy. Because of rampant discrimination against the Ruska Roma, the Russian government refuses to issue them passports so they cannot legally escape systemic terrible work and living conditions that lead to exploitation and incarceration. Ruska Roma babies are often refused refused birth certificates, which in many ways makes them a stateless people in the spite of being confined within Russian borders, mm-hmm. Russia's borders. In the Wikiverse, this background of the Ruska Roma is echoed as the director had to, had to smuggle John Jardini Jovanovich out of the uh, Belarus and secrete him away in the institute where began his training as a boy. The Ruska Roma are also um, matrilineal society, which further explains why the director would be a woman. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. I like the fact of how they broke down how some of this stuff um, 
you know, in like real life and stuff like that. The Continental's operator's look was inspired by the Suicide Girls and analog technology. Yep. Which is, you know, technology from when our parents were kids back in the 60s. Yeah, they, uh, just to clear that up uh, <clears throat> for people who, I don't know, who would be watching this or listening to this that hasn't seen all the John Wicks, but there's a there's a network of like phone operators that hand when somebody issues a bounty on somebody's head they they call up these operators and they go through all this analog old school cool looking technology to try to they they shuffle paperwork goes up to another office that gets handled and stamped and signed out and filled out and that gets passed along and then they they have uh <clears throat> back in the old days like they had actual phone operators, like real people, and you would pick up your phone and it would like ring to that. Yeah, you well, you didn't have to press zero back in the old days, and it was a live connection to the operator. Oh, and the wow. operator would take would take your connection, physically the wire that connects to the port that goes to your phone line, and would connect it to the line you wanted to call, and then that would get routed to the the operator across the the country to another operator center and then they would connect that one to the line that you wanted to connect anyway it was jackie don't you remember this when you were like 30 like 100 years ago yeah so that's what they got but all the operators are these really hot tattooed up chicks like uh, the old suicide girls if you remember them the suicide girls was the best yeah mid 2000s yep uh, so a lot of lot of retro uh, style going on there. It's like pinup, but tatted as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I gotta send you my new tattoo. I'm gonna get. Um, what? I had a friend of mine design. Well, I had a new tattoo designed of my two dogs, and uh, I'll send. You're gonna to get a tattoo of dogs. You have two yeah. dogs. I no, my old <laughs> dog and my current dog. Oh, together, yeah. That's um, cute. From the the messiness of real life fighting shows up also in the movie. Um, that was one of the things is that they wanted to show um, when it came to like the fight scenes. He opted for a much higher level of realism than many other action films. For example, most action flicks don't show weapons reloading in real time or including the occasional take. In which a stunt doesn't go as planned. Take the scene in Parabellum when John throws the antique hunting knife and it doesn't actually land. Uh, talking to Exclaim said these are simply the kinds of things that happen even with even the most experienced stunt crew, which makes what we're doing in John Wick much closer to life. So that was pretty cool that they actually included stuff like that um, in there, you know? Yeah. And then the mythology connections. I think Isaac uh, Weishaupt would probably have a field day with this uh, with this movie and really kind of get into like all the symbolism and stuff like that. Hmm. I don't. If I don't there know is any. Is. Yeah, he does another uh, podcast called um, Conspiracy Theories. Okay, and, I've heard the name. I don't. I don't know his yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um. So, so the mythology connections. Joseph Campbell was a professor of mythology and literature whose academic work revolved around what we now call the hero's journey, 
as well as the notion of monomyths, the idea that all mythology in the world comes from a shared point of human experience. Um, being a fan of Campbell's theories, Chad, who's the director, decided to channel these universal mythological underpinnings into the story of the psychology of John Wick's franchise. So yeah, that's kind of cool. And I, I realized something that I probably should have realized from the beginning, but his name is John Wick. And yeah. he acts as a wick in a lantern. John Hill does not actually burn. John Wick. Until the end. Yeah. Until the, the fuel burns out and then he might get charred up a little bit. <laughs> okay. All right. So does anyone have any last minute things they'd like to share? I think everybody should go out and see John Wick because it's a fun sure. series. Great. But if, Great if you if you are squeamish and don't like fighting, probably not the the movie series for you. And if yeah. you're and if you're a weirdo leftist gun hating, whatever, this is definitely not the movie yeah, for you. Don't, you know, they probably don't listen to our show, so we don't have to worry about that. Like, you know what? <laughs> People should who You're welcome to though. Yeah, yeah. Come on and listen to us. You might you might just want to hate listen. That's fine. I'm not gonna complain about that. I uh, hate listen to things. Yeah. Uh, the <clears throat> one of the other things, you know, Hollywood is very left and anti gun, but this movie exemplifies the hypocrisy that they they show all the time in that we we need to we need to have these woke concepts and movies because we want to influence the world for these these uh, uh, values that we feel are important. But right. then on the other hand, we hate guns and and guns and movies and violence that doesn't influence society. But we're going to have guns in the movies and the I don't know. There's there's a weird. Uh, dumb irony that I think is lost on them. <laughs> anyway, if, if, I, if anybody could follow any of that, Bramble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tuned out minutes ago. <laughs> oh, I tuned out as soon as we started. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. All right, cool. Our Corm, are you going to go out and watch it now or did we ruin it for you? I'm definitely never going to watch any of them, but I appreciate all the input because now I feel like I've seen all four movies and I don't have to spend eight hours watching them. That's good. I mean, you could just put them on a big screen and then have a party and then just have it going. You know, and people that would imply that I have friends to have a party with, and my friends are all online. Okay. Like you two wonderful folks. <laughs> well, except for the friends you're hanging out with this weekend. Yeah, you got friends there. They're oh, still sure. sleeping at three o'clock in the afternoon. Go, go get John Wick and then pop it in the DVD player in the in the hotel room because I don't think that hotel room there's no DVD player in this hotel and you know it's fucked up I brought a Roku but I forgot the goddamn remote oh. so there's no way to 
put it on Wi-Fi to even use the remote app. Yeah. So, I'm fucked. Oh, well, it's okay. All you right. should be there watching where you're at anyways. Just be enjoying what you're doing now. Yeah, yeah. So. You should disconnect from all your screens. <laughs> That's true. All right. Yeah. So, we want everyone to please like and subscribe to us on your favorite platform. Um, this is what helps us um grow and be able to do what we do the the platforms that we use um it does cost a you know a little bit of money every month and if you like our podcast please uh contribute please subscribe to our channel on rockfin or if you don't want to use rockfin and get access to a bunch of other content as well as including ours for 15 dollars a month then Followers, I think, for what, like five dollars a month on Spotify? Q. Yeah, we have a premium um, subscriber channel on on Spotify that uh, four ninety nine a month. Yeah, four ninety nine a month. Yeah, you can get all of our normal content, but if you want the bonus content, which is lots of fun and basically SBSing in the background, you can subscribe subscribe to the premium feed. <laughs> yeah, do that. Also, <laughs> Oh, commercial free. Yes, and it's commercial free, and um, we would really appreciate it. And thank you so much. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. And stay tuned for our next week's episode where we cover banking. Banking. Yep. Uh, thank you, uh, Jackie, for that. Uh, how can uh, you know unionoftheunknowns.com is our website. It's got all our contact information there. Um, thanks, Big Perm, for joining us in your lavish uh, indoor pool that you have at your house, apparently. And thank you, Jackie, for you can find me at watching on Twitter, uh, permination.com, or uh, email me at bigperm at permination.com, and I'd be happy to. Respond to our listeners. There you go. <laughs> All, right, All right. Thank you. Thanks. We are the Union of the Unknowns, and we are out. Have a good night. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Union of the Unknowns. You can find new episodes every week on all your favorite podcasting networks. 